Hey, Zane. I'm Brooke. This week we spoke to Karen Hicks from the Salvation Army about budgeting and money management. Over to Karen. Thanks, Karen, you legend. Hi, Karen. It's so lovely to meet you. Can you please introduce yourself and speak a little bit about the role that you do? So my name's Karen. I'm a financial counsellor with the Salvation Army. Um, So my role as a financial counsellor is to provide support and advocacy to those people that are in financial hardship. But previously to that role, um, I was actually a financial capabilities worker. And a part of that role is providing financial literacy to community through the You're the Boss program. Can you tell us a bit more about the program and um, how this would specifically help young people who are transitioning into independent living? It's, um, it's there to empower and equip people with skills to manage households. So it talks about creating money habits, how to pay bills on time, um, avoiding payday loan and rent-to-buy schemes, insurance, superannuation. So it goes right into all of that type of information. Can you give us a little bit of advice breaking down simple budgeting skills and techniques? So for anyone moving out of home or in, out of care into their own um, accommodation, the best thing and the first thing you have to do is actually work out how much does it cost me to live here and what's my income coming in. One thing that is take it back from before you even set your budget is to actually keep a spending diary. Now I know a lot of young people are very app based, there's some apps out there and what we say is you download the app or do it in a notebook and what you do is you record everything you spend for two weeks and just keep track of it like that and then that information can then be put into the budget. It actually comes down to when you're on a a limited budget what are your needs and your wants so you know we all need food, we need um, electricity, running water, we need those things But one of your expenses might be something that isn't a basic need. It's about which bills do I pay first. And that's what you should always be looking at, maintaining housing and keeping that electricity on and food in the fridge. Another thing is um, all your mobile phone plans, like are you on plans, are you doing prepaid, because that actually eats a lot into your budget. Um, And insurance. There's some great um, products out there now for people that are on low incomes where they can, if you've got like a mobile phone or a laptop or an iPad that's worth quite a bit, you can actually just insure that. Um, And also with your electricity, um, your water, those type of bills, you can actually put them on a bill smoothing program. Um, At first it's difficult with only one bill, but as you move on they can adjust the amount and what it does is it actually takes into account 12 months of bills, so you actually pay your 12 months usage over you know, it's spread out over the 12 months because usually we have a high bill in summer after summer and a high bill after winter. It actually smooths it out for you. So you pay the same amount each fortnight. So that fits into your budget better. But if you're paying that fortnightly, you're not getting what we call as bill shop where you go, you know, you open your email nowadays, not your mail, your email. And there's your bill sitting there and you weren't, you know, you haven't paid anything for three months. And you've got this really big bill. Another thing is paying your rent and your utilities via Centrepay. All of those organisations do accept Centrepay. If you're dealing with Centrelink, I might just encourage everyone to just be persistent. Um, Not annoyingly persistent, not like banging on the doors every day, but yeah, just be persistent. If you're struggling with it over the phone, because sometimes it can be really hard for some people trying to understand what the people are saying over the phone, I would always say encourage you to pop into one of their offices. Because sometimes seeing it face-to-face, like talking to someone face-to-face and seeing it on paper can be a little bit easier. Always ask questions. So if they're saying no, just say, could you just let me know why? Um, You're quite within your rights to ask why. 
Um, if you're on youth allowance or job seeker, make sure you have a really good understanding of what your mutual obligations are. Because if you're not meeting them, your payments are going to be cut off. And always, if you ever get a no from them, if you're applying for something and they say no, and you can't understand why and you're not getting um, the answers you want, you can lodge a dispute and get someone to review your claim and get a written outcome of why your claim was denied. And that, you know, it may come back. It may not, it may, but you may get the answers that you're looking for. Always, if you're paying back a debt um, and you're paying, you know, you think it's, you're paying quite a lot, you know, they're taking a big portion, you can contact the debt line and speak to them about what's affordable for you to pay. Um, and with the debts, check that the debt is actually yours. You can ask, you know, how did this debt come about so that you know. Do you have any other tips around frugal living, simple living and just being a bit more self-sustaining? Supermarkets are set up with by psychologists. Like there's people that actually understand how our brains work that set the supermarkets up. So there's quite a bit of psychology goes into it. So we talk to people about um, sticking to the shopping list, going and doing an order of your pantry um, before you go, looking at what can I make. Like if you've got a few tins there and some other stuff, you know, can I actually make a couple meals out of that before I go to the shops? Going in with that list, always looking high and low on the shelves. Don't always go for the two for one offers because if it's always reading the units, like if something looking at how much, if the label says 100 grams cost this much, it actually can be cheaper to buy one item of a different brand than it is to buy two items of one brand on special. And don't buy from the ends of aisles because the ends of aisles will only have, um, like you never see black and gold advertised in big, you know, big lights at the ends of the aisles. They're always brand stuff. It's, it's quite interesting. When you move into a home, if you get your first electricity bill, you can actually have a free energy audit done. So you can have someone come out and have a look at all your appliances, see if something's using a lot of power, and they can actually t talk you through how to use things more energy efficiently. With the electricity, it's turning everything off at night. Um, all your blinds and curtains shut in summer, open in winter. So in winter, you let the sun in to warm the house, and in summer, keep it all shut. Those type of things, um, looking at your... Um, the temperature of your hot water service, if it's got a temperature on it, it should only be set to a certain amount or, you know, it shouldn't be set really hot anyway because that, that um, will then, you're heating it to a higher level which takes more electricity. The other thing is checking um, when you move in that your hot water service is actually on an off-peak meter and only heats at night because if it's, off, if it's not, it heats all day, that will cost you extra. So little things like that. Are there any services or grants that you know of which would be helpful for young people who are leaving care? One place to look at is the Affordable SA app. It's an app and a web-based program. So you can download it to your phone or look on the web. Um, so it's called Affordable SA. It's a mobile resource specifically for South Australia um, and it's got all the support services on it. It covers things from like legal so if you're needing free legal help, um, domestic violence, housing, food, health, mental health, well-being, so all those services are on there. So you might go on, this week, you know, I need some food support through emergency relief. So you can look up ER under the food heading and then go to there and you can find many, many places that provide ER. The helpline can also help you. So you can contact the helpline to get that information and then the helpline can actually send stuff to your phone as well. And the other thing is there's um, like white grants 
nothing is a guaranteed grant, but there's certainly some grants out there that we can help people apply for. Um, some grants do need to go through like a financial counsellor. So you can do like a Wyatt grant for a fridge and it will be secondhand. But hey, that's, you know, secondhand fridge is better than living out of an esky or having a large debt with a rent to buy company. The other one that we do quite a few of is the emergency electricity payment. It's a South Australian based grant through the government. Um, it's a grant, it's once every three years and it's $400 towards your electricity bill. There is a criteria, you do need to be at risk of disconnection, had change of circumstances, but we assess you for all of that. But that can just help if, if you're really struggling with your electricity bill, you've got a disconnection letter. It's what we'd hate to see is you go, oh, I can't pay this because some people will jump to another electricity provider and then end up with a debt that goes to a debt collector. It's engage with a financial counsellor, work through that. And if you haven't had the grant, then by all means, we can apply for that and the government pay it straight to your electricity account. And it keeps your lights on. And um, But yeah, it's only once every three years, but it's certainly there. But there's a few other little grants around them, but they're probably the main ones we do. Um, but the other big thing is, we, you know, there's lots of financial counsellors, financial capability workers around the state engaging with one of those to really find out everything um, that's needed for you and how to seek that help. Don't try and do it on your own because some people it's quite overwhelming. Um, money and everything is overwhelming if you've never had to manage it before. And we don't do it all for you. We certainly don't tell you what to do with your money. That's not our role at all. Um, we can help you set some goals and then it's about sitting down and going through the process with you. Money's a really big thing and what we don't want is to, for people to feel really stressed and really pressured by this because the support is there to help. So we're, you know, that's what we do. <laughs>